Welcome into another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast, brought to you by Film Cinema. Cinema for everyone. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. NYNP Army. How's it going? How's your mama? Aaron, what's going on? Nothing. It's a cool intro, huh? Not really. You didn't like that? I didn't either. It felt cringy. You want to restart? No. No. Um... You are a, uh, you're just, you're just lucky. Me? Yeah. You're just lucky. I'm not lucky. Temple Bay. That's just luck. You didn't. It's not luck. You can't honestly say that in the beginning of the season, you're like, well, Tampa Bay's won the Super Bowl. There's so many unknowns about football, you just guessed. I didn't guess, but I told multiple people that Tampa Bay would win the Super Bowl. That's a really good guess. <laughs> there, um, no, um, there are there are multiple teams that you could go. You could safely say, "Oh, this team's going to win the Super Bowl this year." I next safely year, said Tampa Bay was winning the Super Bowl this next year. Next year, I think if you add the correct quarterback, you could say, "Oh, the Colts are going to win the Super Bowl." You can make that case to me, and I would not disagree with you. You could say if the if the Packers add the correct pieces, you could say the Packers are going to win the Super Bowl. Kansas City, you could say, "Hey, they'll be right back going the Super Bowl." You never, never, never. I mean, are no. dumb to say whatever team Tom Brady's on, they're going to win the Super Bowl. That's what you did. Yeah, it's not a great prediction. It's just a good guess. It's not you know a good what? guess. You know what? I'm going to take Tom Brady. He has won more Super Bowls than every franchise in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, He's yeah, his yes. own franchise. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Pittsburgh and and uh, the Patriots have six Super Bowls. Yep. Tom Brady has seven. It's tough. Go tough out here. Um. So what did you let's talk about the Super Bowl. Everyone was watching. Yeah. What did you what did you think? Cuz you, you you and I watched it together. We watched it over here at my dad's house. What did what I think? What was your takeaway from just four things. The big game. Just four things. Okay. T B <laughs> 1 2. Well, or RG 8 7. Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. Yeah. Um <clears throat> What or I, LF28. <laughs> what I took away from the game, from the Super Bowl, was just a couple or things. Or AB81. Yeah. Just a couple things was, look at the – I told you this on the phone earlier. Look at the guys who made the biggest impact on offense. People that want to say that Tom Brady is a system quarterback and all that stuff, the four guys that made the most impact in the Super Bowl and throughout the playoffs for Tampa Bay – was Tom Brady, who was playing for a different team last year. Leonard Fournette, who was playing for the Jacksonville Jaguars in Florida, got cut. No one wanted to pick him up. Yep. Antonio Brown, who bounced all over the place, got cut. Nobody wanted to pick him up. And Rob Gronkowski, who was retired. Yep. Tom Brady recruited all three of them. So, saying... Now think about it. Rob Gronkowski knows nothing else but winning championships. Mm-hmm. He knows winning championships and slamming beers. He's like Johnny Manziel if he made it. He won a championship, retired. I was like, I'll go to Florida with you, Tom. Why not? And he's not retiring either. Won a championship. He said, I'm not. Uh, no, Must I'll be nice. Around. It's like Quinn Cook. Yeah. <laughs> or Patrick McCall. Yeah, or Patrick McCall, yeah. You just kinda, Two chips oh. with the Warriors, get traded to the Raptors, they win. But Gronk had more of an impact than Patrick McCall. Yeah. But I just, I'll say this. I've said this on the sports podcast. I've said this to you. You, there's a lot of um, football is really complex as far as defensive schemes. You know what kind of offensive scheme you're going to have, what kind of system you're going to put in place, what kind of receivers you're looking for, what kind of blocking are you going to zone block, are you going to straight up block, all that different stuff. I think football super super simple is protect your guy, get their guy, and by that I mean protect your quarterback and go after their quarterback. Yeah. The Kansas City Chiefs, left tackle and right tackle, one being Mitchell Schwartz, the other being Eric Fisher, I believe, were both out. From what I had heard before the game, the left guard was playing through an injury. I don't know if that's true, but I had read that he was playing through an injury. So you're missing two of your starting linemen. Your starting guard, one of your starting guards, is playing through an injury, so he is hurt. And you're playing against the number one pass defense in the NFL, defense wins championships. And they didn't, they didn't blitz. 
They didn't do a let's man up and man blitz and have a cover zero or a cover one with one safety high. They played cover two man, and they only rushed four down linemen. Yep. And if, of uh, Patrick Mahomes, I think it was 52 passing attempts. 29 of them he was hurried. Yep. NFL record or a Super Bowl record or whatever. The most by the, a Todd Bowles defense in five years. And he didn't blitz. That's insane to me. So it was – It was. I thought the Super Bowl was very cut and dry of Tampa Bay had the better offensive line because Tom had a lot of time to throw. They really contained Frank Clark and um, and Chris Jones. And then Tom just fooled Tyron Matthew, got in his head early, and just destroyed Tyron Matthew mentally the whole game. Yeah. And Foolish. And Tampa Bay's defensive line was better than Kansas City's defensive line. I mean, that's, it's, it's very simple. Tampa Bay protected Tom Brady. They got all over Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, he was only sacked three times. It felt like he was sacked ten. Because if you think about it, he had three passes that I can recall that were insane how he even was able to throw out of them. That should have been sacks. So They also should have been catches. One of, they nah, were, one of them should have. That one-hander in the back of the end zone should not have been a catch. That would have just been a great. Yeah. The one that hit Damian Wilson right in the face in the end zone, that should have been caught. But – it's 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 that simple. You could have Jesus Christ back there playing quarterback, and if you have less than two seconds to throw the ball every single play, you can't even get to your second read. It's literally snap the ball, first read's there, I'm getting hit, yeah. or I'm running. That no one can play under that. Patrick Mahomes played well. It didn't seem like it when you look at his stats. If you just look at his stats, you go, oh, he played horrible. He had a 56 percent quarterback rating and threw two picks. What an awful game. No, he played well with what happened and with the circumstances. He played well. Yeah. I thought, um, um, oh, was, why, am, why am I blanking on his name? Michael David? Who? I'm blanking on his name. Uh, linebacker for Tampa Bay. I was talking about it last night. Starts with a, a D. Michael David. No, it's not Michael David. It's not Ladar- uh, oh, what's Starts with a D. No, it's not. It's it's little something. Dave, hold on. I don't know why I just blanks. I said his name like a thousand times last night. Hold on. He he was a linebacker. Hold on. Uh, Talk about the dude that held tra- Travis Kelsey. To 100 yards? Yeah. Well, hold on. Tampa Bay Buccaneers linebackers. It's Le Michael. It's who the, Levante. Yeah, Levante. Levante, David. I was going to say, I don't know why I was going to say Le Michael. I think Le Michael James was a running back for Oregon when I was in high school. Levante, David. So, the coin toss, both teams just sent out one person. Yeah. And Kansas City sent, sent out Travis Kelsey. Yeah. And Tampa Bay sent out Levante, David. He's their defensive team captain and their, one of their middle linebackers. He shadowed Travis Kelsey for most of the game. Travis Kelsey had over 100 yards receiving. I thought Levante, David, was amazing in pass coverage against Travis Kelsey, who's supposed to – who is the, the best tight end in the NFL. And Levante, David – didn't look like it last very night. Very well. I mean, he had 100 yards. He played well, but not well enough. Yeah. And Levante David played great when he manned up against him. It was just it was weird because usually linebackers can't cover Travis Kelsey. They're they're not fast enough. Levante David played good. I just I mean, it, it it was an entertain. It was a very surprising Super Bowl. Um, there's a lady at work named Shane. She asked me, you know, who you think is going to win? And I told her, I said, I don't know. I said I've stopped predicting Super Bowls because they're either going to be really close. Or they're going to be absolute blowouts, or they're or you're just wrong. I mean, yeah, you got a fifty-fifty chance. <laughs> no, I mean, even right now, I have a one hundred percent chance against you. <laughs> even last year, that was a good Super Bowl. It looked like San Francisco was going to was going to kind of close that out, and they didn't. And then you come into this game, and you're like, "Oh, this is going to be close." A lot of people pick Kansas City. Tampa Bay was the underdog. Tampa Bay blew them out. It was never close. Nope. It was never three zero was the closest. That Basically, it was. what we're saying is. If you ever want to make a bet, take Tom Brady. And you're not sure who you're not sure who to choose in any sport. Basketball, football, fighting. On Tuesday or Friday, listen to this podcast cuz we'll talk about it and whoever I choose, that's who you pick. Did I take Nate? Huh? Yeah, you oh took God. you took Dayton third. <laughs> oh. I didn't take Kansas City. I just said I felt like they had a better chance to win. Yep. I took I took, I took the Buccaneers. Day. Yeah. I took the Bucks. I took Jake Paul in the second. Jeez. I took You I take took, Mike Tyson by decision? Huh? 
No, I set Mike Tyson by a fifth round body shot TKO. Oh. But it went to decision. I was close. Still yeah. close. Um, huh. Yeah. Oh, you're a lucky boy. I'm not lucky. Yeah, you just, are. You're I not good. Things. No, you're lucky. So I took Kansas City last year. Okay. Well, who you taking next year? Next year? It's not too early to tell. I'm taking, you know what? I'm taking Green Bay. Okay. You know who I'm taking? Who? I think I'm a fool. <laughs> I'm taking the Rams. All right. I'm taking Maddie, Maddie Ice, the the real Maddie Ice, not Matt, not Matt Ryan. Matthew, Matthew Stafford. Stafford. I'm taking uh, Matthew Stafford and the Rams. I'm taking. I'm just kidding. I, I I could see the Rams being deep in the playoffs though. I'm taking Green Bay. I'm taking a Rodge and the Packers. I'm taking. Actually, you know what? <laughs> take Tampa Bay again. I might I would take, take Tampa Bay again. I might take Kansas City's new backup quarterback, Chad Henney. <laughs> no, they're they're stand in. Oh, oh. <laughs> Paul Rudd. Yeah, That's Paul what I was Rudd. about to get to. A lot of people watch the Super Bowl and don't even care about football. They watch it for the commercials. Yeah. So what was there? The, weren't that many great ones. What was the best commercial? Well, in your opinion, what was the best commercial? I don't know. That State Farm one was pretty good with Paul Rudd and Drake. That was like, a what good about one. my stand-in? It's like looking in a mirror and Paul throws yeah. the football backwards. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, well, like, what was your favorite right now? Your favorite? I thought the flat Stanley uh, Matthew McConaughey was pretty funny. It was yeah. good. I but I know. Oh, for a mine's fact. the uh, the one that uh, was it a seltzer the the lemonade mm-hmm. where all the lemons were falling. Yeah, from the <laughs> just sky. killing people. Basically, that guy got hit in the head on the bike. <laughs> then the guy was laughing at him got hit in the head. That one's pretty funny. That's your favorite commercial. That was pretty funny. My favorite commercial was the Oatly. That was so strange. <laughs> That one was really just weird. <laughs> it was so strange. That's what made it good. Yeah, that's what made it so funny. It was just really weird. I don't know if it's funny or not. It was just really strange. After watching a couple of them again, the Wayne's World one was not very funny. I didn't think it was funny. With Cardi. I thought it was funny at first, but I watched it a second time. If something makes me laugh twice, that's when I know it's funny. When I know it's coming. I yeah, Paul Rudd one's hilarious. Paul Rudd one's funny. It's like looking in a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, he's like, he's like, what about mine? Where am I standing? He's like, yeah, it's like looking in a mirror. Paul Rudd's great. Yeah, I, I I felt like what's your what's your favorite Super Bowl commercial off the top of your head? Your favorite Super Bowl commercial of all time? Probably the one of but uh, Post Malone last year when he was in the gas station, he knocked over all the shelves. <laughs> the or the, yeah, or the TurboTax one. Oh, where they dance? Yeah, yeah, that one's good. I always like the Doritos one. Did they Wait. have one yesterday? Yeah, the. The Matthew McConaughey, that was a Doritos. Chili. Was it? Yeah, that's a Doritos commercial. Okay. Um, the old, the older one when the the kids got the time machine, and yeah. he puts the Doritos, he has to pay in Doritos, and the dad comes outside. What are you doing? He opens the door. He's like, Jake, you're so old. Yeah. I like that one. I've always thought that one was funny. I like the Clydesdale commercials. I miss those. The Bud. Oh yeah. The Bud, is it Bud Light or Budweiser? I don't remember. The one last year was pretty the, good with um uh, Lil Nas X and uh. Oh um. Uh, no, Sam Elliott. Yeah, Sam Elliott. Yeah, his, that was his pretty mustache. Good, yeah. Hop up in my razor. Yeah, that was pretty good. A thousand acres. What happened to Mason Ramsey? Is he still banging out bangers? I don't know. He'll never top his his verse on Old Town Road. Said hop up in my razor. Got a thousand acres. Said I O I O Yippee I K A. If you, if you giddy up, <laughs> giddy, giddy up, up my, my way. way. Yeah, I I thought the commercials were weak. Like they, I mean, they weren't bad, but they weren't good. I didn't like. I, I laughed at a couple pretty hard. That Oatly one was hilarious. That killed me. That just that reminded me of kind of like a like a balloon shop video, but in a Super Bowl commercial. Does that make sense? Yeah, it was just really weird. Dude, I know it's what made it funny. I don't know if it was funny. It was oh, just I it was weird. Great, cracked me up. It was just weird. I don't, have you seen me laugh like, hard in a long time? You weren't laughing. It was like you're nervous. No, laughing. I was dying. <laughs> it was it's such a weird commercial. Yeah, it's you don't know how to respond to it, so you just nervously laugh. Because it was great. <laughs> it was that was legendary. That, that that that's definitely up there for me. The Oatly commercial. I thought the. Uh, what does my dad listen to? I wanna go through time with. It's a good song. If I could try or. Uh, Time in a Bottle by uh, who sings that? There's a movie that uses this. Um, um, X Men. Yeah. Whenever Quicksilver. Quicksilver yeah. yeah. If I could try yeah. Time yeah. in a Bottle. Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, I felt like the commercials were weaker. I thought it was a good Super Bowl. It was I mean, it was Bowl, a blowout. Yeah. But I thought it was a good Super Bowl. The halftime show. How was anyone saying that wasn't good? Because people are 
Yeah, they don't understand. They didn't get it. I thought it was great. It was a good Super Bowl. I it was awesome. The weekend killed it. Not the best I've seen. We talked about this last night. I yeah. <laughs> last ten years. It's a, it's a top three. It's top three. Bru- yeah. In in my opinion, Bruno, and Actually. then you could tie the weekend and Colt play for number two. I oh. thought it was good. Adam Levine's was good. The the one last Adam year with Shakira was weird. And one last year with Shakira and Jennifer Lopez sucked. Um, I wasn't. I, I, we talked about this last night with Garrett. I wasn't a big fan of the Beyonce one. I didn't think that one was very good. Just Did me. she have one? Or yeah, was it was the, her. Was she, was she with someone? She else? was with somebody, but it was her and somebody else. Remember, because they they, they right, did the so, Black Panther thing. So twenty twenty was Jennifer Lopez. I'm gonna go, all right. In the past ten years, number. You know who did it in two thousand and ten? The Who. Uh, oh, I forgot about that. Then twenty eleven was who. Black Eyed Peas, Usher, and Slash. Slash. That's such an odd person to add there. Um, 2012 was Madonna, LMFAO, Nicki Minaj, MIA, and CeeLo Green. Ew. What a weird collaboration. CeeLo Green. You see me driving like around town with the girl I love. 2013 was a good one. It was Beyonce and Destiny's Child. That was a good one. Uh, 2014 was Bruno Mars and Red Hot Chili Peppers. That was the best one. That was my, my 2015 best was Katy Perry, Lenny Kravitz, Missy That's Elliott. The- that was the shark. Yeah, it was the shark, yeah. 2016, Coldplay, Beyonce, Bruno Mars. That was a good one. I like that one the best. Uh, that was, yeah, that's probably my favorite one. That was the one that had Beyonce, the one that you said Beyonce yeah. was very strange. Yeah, I didn't like her in that one, but I thought that one was good. 2017 was Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. That one was good, too. It was weird. I just good. I think Lady Gaga's weird. She is weird. She's a weird 2018 one. was Justin Timberlake. Mm. I like Justin Timberlake. Miss me with that. I think he's great. <laughs> he's good. I just don't like that. I don't like I'm not a big 2019 was Maroon 5 with Big Boy and Travis Scott. Who's Big Boy? I still don't He's know. He's from Outcast. And then 2020 Jennifer Lopez and Shakira and then this year The Weeknd. Outcast. Hey. Yes. Yeah. What a great song. You know who did it in 1998? <laughs> Michael. He was dead. It was a salute of multi- it was a salute as a salute to Motown's 40th anniversary. It was a big it was a collaboration with Boys to Men, Smokey Robinson, The Temptations, Queen Latifah, Martha Rees, and that's it. Um, 1999 was the celebration of Soul Salsa and Swing, performed by Stevie Wonder and Ooh. Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Oh, Stevie Wonder, Voodoo Daddy. Do you know who did to that? 2000 was Phil Collins, Christina Aguilera, and then uh, Enrique Iglesias and Tony Braxton. That's a good one. 2001 was Aerosmith, NSYNC, already goaded. Already goaded. NSYNC was in it. Aerosmith. Mary J. Blige and Nelly. Nelly. Yeah. It's getting hot in here. 2002 was a tribute to the 9-11 victims by U2. 2003 was Shania Twain and Sting. 2004 was Janet Jackson, Kid Rock, P. Diddy, Jessica Simpson, Nelly, Justin Timberlake. What's that song? Do you know who did it in 2005? I have no clue. Paul McCartney. Oh, that's a good one. Then the I'm... Rolling Stones in 2006. Prince was 2007. Tom Petty, 2008. Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Brand in 2009. I opened up YouTube and the first thing that comes up is a Size Matters with Gronk commercial. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to figure out. Um, hold on. Yeah, that was bad. I'm trying to find this song. I can't remember who it is. You know, I'd like to do a Super Bowl, but he's never going to. Who? Kanye West with Afro Man. Kanye West would be a cool Super Bowl halftime show. With Afro Man. Because I got a... Uh, There's a lot of people I'd like to see do the halftime show. Well, I'm trying Kanye to... Kanye would be great. I'm uh, literally looking up the big, the, 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 the 65 one-hit wonders because there's a guy, I can't remember what his song is. It's hard to it's hard to pick Super Bowl people because you have to have somebody that has a list of... that has a 20-minute time slot... Kanye. ...of songs that everyone knows. Kanye. So Kanye's one of them. Um... You don't like him that much, but Drake is, he's one of them. Yeah, he is. I agree with that. Um, I don't like him, but I, I, I agree with that. I just don't like Drake because he's a freak. You just have to have, you have to have a person that has that much music in their, in their, like, uh, in their arsenal. They say Passenger is the biggest one hit wonder of all time. 
song that they make. Let her go. It's just a guy. Oh, let yeah. her go. He's made more music than that. What the heck's the name of this song? Living the Viva Loca. That's what I'm thinking of. Who who sings that? Is it Enrique Iglesias? I think it is. Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin. Living la Viva Loca. When you said salsa, it made me think of that song. Who's also, you know what the greatest movie scene of all time is? You know is? who else could do one? Russell Wilson's wife, Sierra. Yeah. She could do one. Well, if he ever makes a Super Bowl. That'd again, be crazy. That'd be cool. Um, you know what the greatest movie scene of all time is? Who? On Shrek Who? On Shrek 2, whenever they sing Live and Love You oh, Okay. Live and Love You. Or when, when the Fairly Godmother... First I was afraid Then I was petrified yeah. <laughs> What a great one Lil Wayne It's another yeah. guy He has tons of songs That people know He's a stepped on Frosted Flakes Call me cereal um, Yeah Now I'm out baby I'm trying to think of anyone else Justin Bieber obviously Yeah he's that'd a, be a good one He's a big one So I'm just trying to Tom Brady through my My phone To see who While you're doing that Tom Brady oh, gets his seventh ring Adele That'd be a very sad Super Bowl halftime mm-hmm. show though Yeah I'd probably want to hurt myself after listening to it. Probably. No, she's good. I like Adele. I like the South Park episode where actually Randy Marsh is Adele. My dad looks like Randy Marsh. You ever notice that? He does. Have I, have I shown you a picture of him? Like of, of oh, Randy Chris Marsh? Brown. Not a huge Chris Brown fan, but he has tons of songs that people know. Um... Bo Burnham. <laughs> he goes, well, I don't know if all Boy Scouts are gay, but they could probably tie the knot in like 50 different ways. Got a safe full of cherries because I pop it and lock it. Bo Burnham's funny. He is funny. Oh. I've been listening to a lot of stand-up in the car while I'm driving. I'm listening to John Mulaney a lot more than I used to. Are you familiar with Tom Segura? Mm-hmm. Did you see what happened to him? Mm-mm. I don't know what happened to him. I know who he is. Let me show you. He was. Do you know who? You know the YouTube basketball person T Jazz, right? Yes, Tristan he's a Jazz. He's a talented layup guy. Yeah, that's all you can do though. He hangs out with Jester the Laser and Two Hype. He's a douchebag. Yes, I'll say it. He's a douche. So Tom Segura and uh, I forgot the other guy's name. They were playing basketball with in Pelican Bay with T Jazz and. <laughs> so what I'll show you the I'll tell you the story of like how what happened. I'm not going to tell you what happened, but how it like the setup to it. Let's just say this: one whole side of Tom Segura's body is injured, and he had to have two massive surgeries. He get crossed and like get like rash, so like road rash. They played him and another comedian friend played T Jazz two on one. Okay, they lost. Okay, he's he's good. He's yeah, he's fast. good. He's quick. He's shifty. Mm-hmm. I mean. Um, and then they lowered the goal to seven feet and T Jazz, Tom Segura and the other comedian guy that they were with had a dunk contest. And after each time they got a dunk off, they rose, they raised the goal six inches. Oh no, he get rim stuffed. So Tom Segura made it all the way up. First of all, Tom Segura is not like the best shape in the world. He got, he got nine feet. I was impressed watching the video. Let me see if I can find it. I was going to say, Dad, shut up. He's up there singing in the hallway. That T-Jazz talking. Who is that talking? Tom Segura. I remember being hyped up. I was like, I'm just going to jump and see what happens. (laughs) Oh, Oh my god, it looks like he broke his arm. He did break his arm. He did. Oh my god, he broke his arm, dude. What? Let me see that. Hold on, turn it back around. Oh my god. What? So he had to have, he had, definitely had to have like elbow surgery or something. Uh, So he broke, I don't know what bone this is. Humorous. Your humor? Is or, it your humorous? I think so. Long bone in your arms, your humerus. Or maybe, no, I think your forearms, your humerus. No, I, th- I think it's your humerus. That's like a that's like the, the femur of your arm, basically. All right, so it is called your... I think it's your humerus. 
Why isn't it not? It's not pointing at it. That's annoying. I got it. I got it. I I can find it in two seconds. (sighs) Here it is. Bone in. It is your humerus, yes. Yeah, it's your humerus. So he broke his humerus. Mm. Snapped it in half. So basically, like, like he broke his femur. Yes. Yeah, that's horrible. Snapped it in half. Had to have surgery on that. 13 stitches. Mm. You know what else he did? Probably broke a vertebrae. Did you hear Did you hear the pop yeah, at the beginning? Yeah, it's not like his elbow. That was his patella so, tendon. Oh. In his knee. Dang. Off that one, just he took a step, patella tendon, tore. Landed on his, oh my God. That's what made him fall. Then he fell, tried to brace himself with his arms. Broke his arm. But he put it too far back behind his opposite side of his body. Mm. All of his weight came down on his arms, snapped his humerus in half. Oh. That was gross. Colton showed me that video. He Colton had me watch it the other day, and I laughed. Because the way he fell is hilarious. <laughs> You're a bad person. Way, that immediately made me feel bad. I was like, oh my god. The way hurt. he fell was hilarious. Dude, everyone around TJ's has been getting hurt. Have they? Jester the laser like tore his rotator cuff or something. Oh. At a trampoline park with TJ's. Well, stay away from TJ's. I mean, I'd stay away from TJ's anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Tom Segura. Poor guy. Broke his <laughs> broke Damn. his left humerus and tore his left patella tendon. At least the right side of his body so good. <laughs> Dude, that would hurt so bad. God. He was talking about it on a on the Pat McAfee show. Yeah. <laughs> and they watched it. Pat, Pat McAfee's McAfee, funny. They died. Let me see if I can find the reaction. Pat McAfee's funny. They are no Pat like McAfee's hilarious. I like when he has Aaron Rodgers on there because Aaron Rodgers is like does just doesn't give a he doesn't care at all. He's just such a jackass on that show, but it's funny. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers is funny on that show. So, what I was saying was, based off the Super Bowl, you know, they're in the he's already in the goat conversation. Obviously, he probably is. But there's people on the radio talking about Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. He's the goat, and it you know it makes me think. Yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it. Watch this. Watch this clip of. It's great. So we're dunking, and then we raise it to eight, eight and a half. You get, to, get you get it to nine, and this is what happens. Get it to nine, and this is what happens. Here's Bert Crusher. Here's Bert. No. Right. Miss. You can't do it, right? Oh, oh, yo, Tom can fly still. Look, I understand there's some dudes out there that have that crazy... Like, I know guys that are normal size that can do dunk on 10 and you're like that is fucking freaky that's a elite athleticism but i'm 41 240 plus pounds stand-up Come comedian stand-up comedian, one of the greatest on earth at stand-up comedy podcast host nobody's expecting Listen you to, to have explosivity to get up there at nine feet and hammer that thing down hammer that shit clean i know dude that taller than funny. me lighter than me that can't do that shit fuck off so, <laughs> so incredible athletic feet and then just moments later, it is followed. This is probably two to three minutes later. <laughs> two to three minutes later, this yes. happens. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. So what you're seeing there, a lot of people think that they're like, oh man, you stepped on a wet spot. You fucking Momo. I didn't step on a fucking wet spot. My left patella tendon ripped in half and then I landed on my arm and put that thing not enough conversation about the treasonous bullshit that your left arm did your left arm is not supposed to commit suicide while you're falling that's supposed to help brace the landing you know it just quit on you it just completely quit that shit went kamikaze on me and I'll tell you this man a lot of people are wondering uh, which hurts worse the fucking arm. <laughs> yeah, I could have told you that. <laughs> I would imagine it hurts way worse. Oh, God, what was it, what was it like having Bert there, like in the moment? What were you thinking? I guess when you look up and you see Bert lean over, when he finally realized, hey, this is a big deal. First of all, I like how AJ like, Hawks keeping it the pain, honest. You have the the pain, the shock of the pain. Right? Pat's just laughing at and him. And I realized that I'm on my right side. And I'm actually trying to pull my left arm over, and it, it, it takes a moment to register, like, oh, it's broken. <laughs> like, like, I want to bring it over, and it's not coming over. <laughs> and then I hear, I hear, because there's a couple people filming, and there's a, I hear this dude, he's like, his arm. <laughs> his arm. <laughs> and then I hear Bert, he's like, you all right, buddy? I mean, they're all in shock, you know? They're like, you all right, buddy? 
and he reaches over. I don't remember him actually helping me bring my arm over. I thought I did. I really did. But I do remember looking up and going, call 911. <laughs> like, why aren't one of you already doing that right now? And then Bert goes, I'm going to step outside. <laughs> And they're looking at Tristan Jass and his friends. And one guy, paramedic, keeps telling me, he goes, why are you playing with these kids? <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting there like, huh? And then I get in the back of the ambulance. He goes, you're out here playing with kids. <laughs> and then I get to the hospital, and the same fucking paramedic comes and sees one of the doctors. He goes, he's out there playing with kids. <laughs> Uh, one of the greatest clips I have ever seen in my life. Dude, that would hurt so bad. <laughs> he said, "What hurts worse, the arm? <laughs> the effing arm? God, that would hurt." Uh, so I was. So I'm, I'm glad was, we. I had. I could play that funny sound bite and kill about five minutes of time. Why? Huh? We're at thirty minutes. Oh, geez, we haven't even gotten our, on any of the topics. Hold on here. So oh, they've been gosh. talking on the radio about like who's the goat and stuff. He said what hurts? And they say he said, well, you know, my arm, Momo. <laughs> they're they're on He's on the radio. With kids. They're on the radio talking about who's the goat. And of course, people are like, oh, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Um, I think we've talked about this before. I don't want to talk about this long at all. I think two people in American sports. If you have to ask me, who is the best in their like, who is the most dominant in their craft? I think it is Michael Phelps and Wayne Gretzky. Okay. That's who I think are the GOAT. Tom Brady is amazing. For NFL, Tom Brady's the absolute GOAT. But I think athlete in their craft, I think it's Michael Phelps. Because Michael Phelps was in the Olympics. It's not just the best swimmers in America. It's the best swimmers in the world. And yeah. he's beating them by lengths. By multiple lengths. Embarrassing people on the world stage See, for multiple the only Olympics thing I have in, against in a row. Olympic Olympic people is that they only do it every four years. It doesn't matter. So you're out of your prime quicker. Yeah. So the fact that he but, was able to do it over multiple Olympics is amazing. Yeah, but he only did it over what three Olympics? But he, I mean, he, That's he, 12 he, years. he swam in other competitions. Yeah, I know, but he dominated I'm saying, those. I'm saying he's in, a human fish. I agree. I agree. I'm not discrediting Michael Phelps. I'm just saying, I, I, I think there's a little bit more being able to dominate your sport back to back to back just for years and years and years. Wayne Gretzky. After yeah, Wayne he won Gretzky. Seven straight MVPs. Um if you took away every single goal Wayne Gretzky has ever scored, he scored zero goals in his career. His assist, he would still have more points than the guy. Yeah. With, with that guy's with the guy that's in second place for points, he would have more points just off his assist than that other guy with his points and assists combined. Yeah. That's insane. So I well, that Wayne, is insane. I just the the Michael Phelps is dominant, I agree, but I put maybe Serena. I'd put Serena in there, yeah. yeah. Tiger. Tiger. But yeah, I, I I think it's Michael Phelps and Wayne Gretzky. But Tom Brady, definitely. He's one of the GOATs. No yeah. doubt. He played almost a flawless game. There's a lot of people in sports that I'd say dominant over just the best in their sport. I mean, there, there are people that, you know, Jordan, Braun. But I think it's Michael Phelps and Wayne Gretzky. But I agree with anybody that says Tom Brady's greatest NFL achieved the most in the NFL all yeah. the time. That is true. That's undebatable. So That's true. Um, I want to talk about something that happened to me this weekend. Habib the Eagle. Huh? Habib. What? You put him in there? <sighs> no. I'd put John Jones at him. i put Habib up there if he beats one person. Israel Asanya? No. George St. Pierre. Yeah, if he, beats, if he beats GSP in like a super fight, I'd put him up there. Yeah, John Jones is obviously up there. Yeah, so but Israel Adesanya, Habib thinks he's gonna go down as the best UFC fighter of all time. On the last episode, we were talking about with Brad, we were talking about like nasty things I eat and how my diet's disgusting and then my diarrhea things. Yes, yes. So on Saturday, my dad, I already told you this, didn't I? Yes, he told yeah. me yesterday. My dad and Brittany and I, we went to Bonefish in McKinney. And I walk up to the front, and I put a reservation in, and the girl says it'll be about 40 minutes. She's like, what's the name? And I said, Brittany. Little did I know this person knew me. You heard that part, didn't you? Yeah. So we wait. 
we we come inside. We get some drinks at the bar. Um, we're waiting. And we get sat, and the same girl that took our name, she sets us. And when when we're sitting down, she says to me, she goes, "I have a mask on. It's kind of dim lit in there." She goes, "I think I know you." And I look at Brittany, and she kind of looks at me, and I was like, "I I don't think I know you." And she goes, "Do you know Garrett Stringfellow?" And I said, yeah, Garrett's one of my really good friends. And she says, I'm Robbie. I'm his girlfriend. She recognized me. Nice. I'm very recognizable. I'm right. a, I mean, I'm a celebrity, let's be honest. All right. I mean, people recognize me in Sherman. Not a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> people recognize you at IHOP. Not a celebrity. So I thought it was kind of cool. But then when, when we get our check, um, our waiter brings it to us. And he's like, hey, Robbie up front got y'all a thirty percent discount. Speaking of IHOP, I do so. I tried something that you do. Eat sugar. Yeah. Was it good? I got chocolate milk, and then I had them put Oreos in the chocolate milk. It's tough, isn't it? It's tough on your stomach. And I ate the Oreos like it was cereal. It's good, isn't it? Out of chocolate milk. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> it was pretty good. Don't doubt me. I know what I'm doing. So anyway, we. Uh, Shout out to Robbie. That was freaking awesome. That was 30% off on a very expensive meal that, nice. my, that my father paid for, not me. Nice. I'm not rolling like that. So we're headed back, and I've told you all that I, on the last episode, I do not like to go to the bathroom in public. Yep. I go at my house because if I have diarrhea, I want to be next to my shower. Remind you, this was two days after we had that conversation. Yep. And y'all were like, you have diarrhea too much. We're driving through Bells, <laughs> and I'm grunting, leaning over. Like in the front seat. And Brittany's like, I'm taking you to the gas station in Bells and you're going to the bathroom. I was like, no, I'm not. And she's like, I'm going to take you to my mom's. I was like, absolutely not. Go to your grandparents. Not breaking their toilet either. So here's the kicker. She pulls into the gas station. I don't have a choice because she pulls into the gas station, hands me wet wipes, goes, put these under your shirt, go to the bathroom. I get out of the car. She locks the doors and drives off. Oh. So I'm standing out. It's freezing outside. I'm standing outside. So I... Walk in there trying to conceal my wipes. Like I would have You should have went in there with those wipes in your hand proudly. No. So anyway, I, <laughs> I walk in, in there. What do you got there? When I I have business to for some to. <laughs> for some reason when I walked in there was nobody in there. That's I good. felt like I was in a metro subway station when I was in the bathroom. There was so much foot traffic in that bathroom. <laughs> it took me twenty five minutes. Oh gosh. I had diarrhea bad. Filled the toilet. Couldn't see any clear because it was all since brown. you were in bells and a lot of people know you in bells and. What are the thoughts that go through your mind? It's like, I really hope no one that recognizes my feet, like from the bottom of the stall. I was wearing the, um, my LeBron witnesses as well. I haven't seen anybody else with those <laughs> shoes. So, so, like, just what if somebody, like four or five people, you need like, Kyler? I'd be like, oh, God. <laughs> so, I, I, I'm in there, and I have diarrhea that multiple times, like, flush, wipe, flush, wipe, flush. I'm not kidding. I get up. Start to pull my pants up. I took my jacket off and hung it up on the coat. That's how I knew this was going to be bad business. <laughs> the little rack, you know, where you like put your coat. I put yes. it up there because I was like, I'm not getting poop on this. I almost took my shirt off too. I was like, no, I can't do that. There's so many people are coming in and out of that bathroom too. I don't know why. It's like 930 on a Saturday night. People in Bells are at home. So I get up. I'm like, oh, thank God. I'm going to open the stall. It hits me. I sit back down five more minutes. Diarrhea, diarrhea. Just and about that time while I'm sitting on the toilet, I see Brad's story. What's your favorite food, or what's the best food? And I said fish sticks and mustard. He immediately put it back on his story. He's like, "Katie, you got to stop." As I'm having diarrhea, I said that. So I do it again. I get up again, walk over, start washing my hands. It hits me again. I sit back down. I'm talking some. This was one of the top five worst poops in my entire life. I'm not kidding. And it was at the Bell's Lone Star gas station. Where I don't like to poop in public anyway, much less in my See, hometown. In the reason public. I ask you that is because I, whenever I go to the gym, say I've, if, I, if I wear normal clothes to the gym, because I get there at eight, so at eight o'clock it's still pretty, like the the people in there is still there's still a lot of people in there, so I just go to the bigger stall and I'll change out of it, and one day some dude noticed me change like he saw my feet. <laughs> he said, Aaron. And he goes, Aaron. And I was like, yeah. He goes, what are you doing in there, man? I went, I'm changing. And he goes, why don't you just change out here? Like every other dude out here. And I said, cause the last time I changed out there, an old dude got naked in front of me and I saw inside of his anus. That's <laughs> yeah. why two weeks later I change again. The, I know the old guy. He, he went to Starbucks all the time. His name is Mr. Polk. 
He changed right. Mr. Polk. I was all I was doing was changing socks. So I had like dress socks on. I was putting on athletic socks and putting my bag into the locker. Dude got this a guy that I saw every morning for four years in a row come in and get hot tea, read the paper, and get a croissant. <laughs> read the paper. Old guy, old black guy, has a drop top convertible PT cruiser that is pretty like cool. I don't know. PT like the way the no, the, in, the inside cool. of it is cool because he got the seats. The interior. The interior of the, the it's white it's white leather with red stitching. Does it have wood on it? Huh? Does it have wood on it? Like on the dash? Like in general on the outside of the car on no. the dash? I bet say when when did people think it was okay to put wood on a car? No. Let's put something extremely flammable on a car that could catch on fire. No, that no. makes sense. The inside of the car instead of being black or you know a normal color, he had it changed. It's white interior with red stitching. It says Polk on the headrest. <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> but uh, Mr. Polk saw him every day, four years in a row. See him at the gym one night. I'm just changing socks, putting on my shoes, put my bag in the locker. You saw that ain't. <laughs> Gave me a fist bump. Went seven feet away from me. Not even that. Probably the distance between me and you. Three. Towel came off. Wrecked him just right there in my face. You went ill. No. All right. I forgot old dudes. I forgot. People at your age, they uh, or they have no shame. Yeah, they have no shame. Also, it was a normal thing to get extremely naked in a boys' locker room in high school mm. at that age. Is that weird? What? When you look back on that, is that weird? I feel like that's weird. I so do I. Yeah. But did you did did your school do that? Yeah. Really? I was a I got butt ass naked every day. I took a shower. I didn't care. Really? I still thought it was weird. I didn't care. I took my shower quick and got out of there. I don't want to see other dudes. Your school did that? Yeah. We had this huge shower. Really? Mm-hmm. No stalls. Huge shower. Wide open. Yeah. Sherman had one too, but it was locked up tight. Uh-uh. Like we no one the, did that. We had the field house. You walked right up there. The door yeah, so was I mean, the field house had it. And, and the locker rooms in the, in the basketball locker room. You walk right in. People could be in the showers. Every locker room in Sherman had showers, mm-hmm. but none of them were, no one used them. They haven't probably hadn't been used in mm-hmm. years. I, 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 I always took a shower before every basketball game. The only thing that was very strange is that the field house when I was in middle school uh, the stalls didn't have doors on them. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen that in like movies where like the stalls. Yeah, that's weird. That's strange. Our stalls had doors, but yeah, no, no one ever took a shower yeah, well, yeah, in high day. school or middle school. I took a shower like, every day at school. Yeah, no one did. I thought it was weird. Everybody's butt naked in there. I'm like, this is odd. This is not a bathhouse. Yeah, no one, no one did that at Sherman. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But yeah, no. So I, from then on out. It's like, I don't want to recognize anyone else's anus. I don't want to be able to go, now you, you see, see that you guy? Go, I know what his asshole yeah, looks Yeah, exactly. Like. I don't want to know that. So I just change in, in a stall to avoid that. Two weeks after that whole encounter, Mr. Polk knocks on the stall. What you doing in there, young blood? I was like, ah, nothing much, Mr. Polk. What you changing for? Well, I didn't want to change out there because the last time you showed me your anus. Was my fault, youngin. Didn't mean to do that. Sorry I let you see up right Main Street. Was it nice? I don't know. It's like the pearly gates. <laughs> no, he's really dark. Okay. Like the gates of hell. <laughs> I'm asking. I'm asking for science. I don't know. I'm asking for comparison. I didn't examine it. I feel like I have a nice butthole. You never looked at your butthole in the mirror? I no. have. As many times you've had diarrhea, there's no way. I mean, I have a loose butthole from all the diarrhea, but it's nice. There's you, no way. It can be loose and nice at the same time. Nope. Not possible. <laughs> Incorrect. And also, I mean, okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Prostate exams will be easy for me. I'll say that. Ew. You gonna get a prostate so, exam at forty? I get a prostate exam at twenty nine. The way my colon's working. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You probably need one now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I had to face my biggest fear. Yeah, and right. I walked out of that gas station and called her, and she was pulling back in. I got in the passenger seat, and her and I were laughing. And I got in, and I said. We're not friends. I looked at her straight in the face. I said, we're not friends anymore. She's <laughs> laughed. She's like, why? I said, don't, don't, don't talk to me. We're not friends anymore. <laughs> we were five minutes from that. Like I could have went to my grand, I'd, I'd rather went to my grandparents' house, destroyed their bathroom. It was so bad over and over and over. It just kept coming. The floodgates opened. The dam broke. It's like on, it's like on Evan Almighty. Have you seen that movie when the dam breaks? Yes. <laughs> That's what it was like. You know what? I, st- I mean, it stopped right at the courthouse. There's a person, you know, that went on a trip somewhere and I was there but they were left in the hotel room and left their phone out in the the bedroom or whatever and it was the last day we were there 
and you know them. I don't know. You don't know them like extremely well, but you know them well enough. Um, I get it. No. They, it was the last day that we were there. We were getting ready to leave. Like that's how last minute their diarrhea explosiveness hit them. Mm. We left them in the hotel room. Everyone else went to eat. This person left their phone on the bed. Ran out of toilet paper. Had no one to call. Get in the shower. Had no one to call. We were on our way back. We were texting this person saying, hey, we're no coming back No one ate. Up. Yes. And came back and they were still in the bathroom. No, we were on our <laughs> way back to get our bags to leave. Oh, my God. Texting this person saying, hey, head downstairs. We're grabbing our bags. It's time to go. They felt so rushed that they took the shorts that they had, had to use that as toilet paper, <laughs> then threw them in the bathroom trash can and left them in the hotel room. Who was it? Huh? Who was it? I'm not going to say the name. Mouth it. Huh? Mouth it. Oh, no. <laughs> yep. Oh. Didn't realize uh, that he told oh. us this story about a year later. Just get in the shower. He didn't. We didn't. Didn't have time. Uh, no, you're gonna wait for me. I'm in the shower. We'll reschedule the flight. I mean, all right. I'm not pooping on a plane. I'm not. I'm not having diarrhea of thirty thousand feet in the air. God knows what it's gonna look like or what it's gonna feel like with what that altitude. To poop on a plane. Don't they dump some of it? I don't know. I'm in aviation. I don't know. No, I don't think anyone knows. Is it to store it? Google. I don't Let's know, find what, out happens. what happens to the poop on a plane. Why do we talk about poop so much? We talk about poop a lot. We need to scale it back. No, you you bring it up. What happens to the poop on a plane? I didn't even finish it. From the laboratory, the waste travels through the plane's pipes to the rear of the plane and remains in a tank that can only be accessed from the exterior of the plane. Pilots can't clear the tanks during the flight. The tank is emptied by special service trucks once the plane is safely on the ground. Okay. Do airplanes drop poop from the sky? <laughs> plane toilets store human waste in special tanks. These are normally disposed of once the plane has landed, but international aviation authorities acknowledge that laboratory leaks can occur in the air. Ew. You're just walking on the road, you're like, hey, it's raining. Someone's pooping on you. Ew. <laughs> Airline poop fail falls on India Village, causing confusion. <laughs> Someone said, is it okay to poop on an airplane? Ugh. Jesus. That's... Mm. <laughs> India, India Village. That's hilarious. So, I want to talk about Tesla real quick. Tesla bought $1.5 billion worth of Bitcoin. And they're now using... Huh. Bitcoin is a currency that you can purchase their products with. Why? You think they're intentionally trying to drive the market back up it's on Bitcoin? Or you think you think Elon's intentionally trying to drive the price of Bitcoin back up? I don't know. Stock. Not even gonna take a guess. I yeah, don't know what Elon's doing. No one knows what Elon. Elon exactly. doesn't know what Elon's doing. He's so smart. He 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 doesn't understand. I just thought that was an There's interesting no, yeah, little piece of news. Solar roofs now. Tesla Dallas. Really? They're not only doing cars. They're doing solar roofs. Not like, like that powers your whole house. Not panels. Roofs. That powers your entire house. Yeah. You saw all the car in the Super Bowl commercials, the cars that were self-driven? Yeah. That's Elon. Yep. What a genius. Elon for president? Is he an American citizen? No, he's not. And we can make an exception. South African. He's No, he's a reptilian. Those hatched in South Africa. (laughs) He's He's an alien person or a reptilian like Justin Bieber. And Queen Elizabeth. And Miley Cyrus. I, that one I believe. Molly Cyrus. Yep. I could see. Uh, I could see Shakira being a lizard person. She's like, oh. I imagine Miley Cyrus's real reptilian body is a lot like Randall from Monster. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you know what the most hurtful thing I've ever been told before? What? That I'm I am built like. <laughs> what? It's gonna be funny. That I'm built like the animated Grinch. That's voiced by Hubert Cumberbatch. <laughs> he's skinny, fat. Like he's skinny, but he's got a little belly. Like I can poke my belly out and look That's fat. That's funny. I don't like that. That's mean. I feel like Justin Bieber's reptilian body. He's probably hot. He's probably smoke. Probably looks like, like he's um, in real life. I don't know. I'm trying to think of an animated reptile. Probably looks like Ringo. 
Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah. But Miley Cyrus's reptilian body for sure looks like Randall from Monsters. My, if I had a reptilian body, I'd probably look like the Geico lizard. Yeah. And I'd be I'd have that accent too. You'd have you'd be that small too. <laughs> Fifteen minutes could save you fifty percent of more on car insurance. That Geico lizard. How's that Geico lizard not dead yet? Lizards don't have that long of a lifespan. How long do they live? That's not true. Those those Komodo dragon things live to be like six hundred years old, don't they? And turtles can live to be like hundreds and hundreds of years old. Lizards live forever. What are you talking about? Hold on. A Geico or a gecko. A gecko. A gecko is five years. How long do lizards live? No, but he's a gecko. Okay, I I didn't mean like just They that grow to a length between 7.5 and 15 centimeters or three to six inches and live for about five years. That gecko has been around for 30. I'm really cute. Oh, yeah, they they live to be about in between five and ten years. Lizards. That's No, but like there are like turtles and stuff that would be hundreds of years old. Um, You got anything... Where are we on time? We're on 56 minutes? 50. 50. 50. Um, you got any life updates? That was a topic because I ran out of stuff to talk about. Huh? Another human being's talking to you. <laughs> I'm more important than that device. Um, no. No, I'm not important than that device, or no, you don't have any life updates? No, nothing happened. Nothing? No. I moved. Well, yeah. I did that today. I did that all day today. Oh, my God. I did that all day today. Yeah, no, I have nothing in my life. Well, I moved. I'm no longer in Ravenna. Yeah. I moved a little closer to town. I live right down the road from Garrett's parents, and he like basically lives with them, so that's awesome. Yeah. I had to take him down to the court in Savoy and hurt him. Okay. On a daily basis. That'll um, be cool. I could hang out with Garrett a lot more. That'll be cool. And Hayden. Hayden's parents. Well, Hayden and Lou's parents, but he lives right, his parents live right down the road. Oh. So that's pretty cool. Like less than two miles. So that's oh, pretty okay. cool. So. Yeah, no, nothing really. All right. Nothing at all. You got anything? We're going to wrap this thing up at 50 minutes. Let's wrap it up. All right. You can find me on Snapchat, CowardRum21. Um, go check out the <laughs> AOC, Episode 2, Season 6, coming out tomorrow. Um, KSO, I've missed like a billion uploads in a row. I'll put one out eventually. We'll see what happens. Patreon.com slash NYNP. Um, merch. You never sent me those pictures. Oh, that's my I fault. I need pictures. So I can give them. I've had people wanting to buy merch. All right. Also, go to Vandergriff Monument. Yeah. Get some headstones. <laughs> Aaron? Aaron Cross 15, Snapchat. I feel Aaron on Instagram. Um, everything else, by their given name on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Patreon.com slash NYMP, two tiers. All right. Anything at all? Nope. Can I give a free plug? Sure. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. 